Hi, Teacher Mama. Roberta here today. It is the week before a long break, which is both good and challenging. This is a week where we tend to see more behaviors, less motivation to complete work, and scattered attendance. We are really good at planning fun activities into the week, but what if we also were super intentional about scheduling different forms of rest for ourselves and our students into the week? Do you wish you could stop using up all your patience and energy in the classroom so that you have some left for your own kids when you get home? Are you sick of coming home to a constant mess and never-ending to-do list that it feels like you're working a second job? Are you ready to turn off your teacher brain at the end of the day so you can transition into mom mode? Welcome to the Teacher Mamas Podcast, where you're going to learn time and stress management strategies and routines so you have the energy to pour back into your family and the things that matter most to you. Hi, I'm Roberta. And I'm Ashley. We are both wives and teacher mamas with a combined 28 years in education. We've both been that exhausted, overstimulated, and stressed out teacher mom, and we both brought way too much work home, struggled with keeping up on house chores, and did zero things we enjoyed outside of school. We realized that if we were going to live more energetic and balanced lives, we needed to learn different routines and time and stress management strategies. So we created a plan that made teaching, momming, and wiping easier and fun again. If you're ready to find time for yourself, your family, faith, and home, go grab your favorite drink, a notebook and pen, because we are about to dive in. Oh, you guys, I am so excited to talk to you about something brand new. Ashley and I are so excited to bring you at-home routines coaching, where we will create a power routine that is personalized just for you. There are kind of two different tracks that we could take this coaching. One track is for the teacher mama who gets home and feels so overwhelmed by everything that she has to do at home. You look at the mess, the laundry, figuring out dinner, and it just all seems so overwhelming and you don't know where to start and you just need help coming up with a plan. This is for you, teacher mama. But then there's another teacher mama, and maybe it's you, who you just need time to yourself. But it is so hard to figure out how to get that. It is so hard to figure out a plan and figure out a time where you can get what you need to fill your tank and then be the mom that you want to be the rest of the day. We empty our tank throughout the teacher day. It just, we do. It's what happens. We are giving. That is what a teacher does. That's what a caregiver does. We are giving of ourselves all the time. We get to the end of the day. And then for most of us, there isn't a transition between work and home. We are just on all the time. So let Ashley or I help you figure out what you can do to fill your tank after school so that you can be the present and patient mama that you want to be at home. This coaching is for you. And I know Ashley and I can help with 
both of these scenarios. And maybe you're you're listening to this and you're like, uh, Roberta, I need both of those things. <laughs> like desperately sign me up. Okay, so go to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines to get started. I'm so excited. What you're going to get right now for the month of December is just an incredible sale. You will get a 25 minute call with either Ashley or I and just for $37, you guys. And then we will work through one of those things. Maybe it's setting up a routine to make home life less overwhelming. Maybe it's working out a way to get that me time so that you are filling your cup at the end of the school day and before your your home life day begins. Whatever one is what you want to focus on more, we can help you in those 25 minutes. And we'll come up with a plan. And then what's so exciting is at the end of that call, we will set up a second call a week later to follow up and help you with accountability and and talk about how did that week go? Um, maybe if there was a challenge, we can talk about that and what can we do? What can, what can you do moving forward and how can we help you? So in those two sessions, you get those two sessions for $37. You get the first one. Uh, you'll book the first one right away at the teachermamas.com forward slash power routines. And that is the one that is $37. You get the follow-up a week later for free. And we'll set that up within the call, that first call with you. And we're so excited. We know that this is going to make a huge impact in your life. And we cannot wait to meet with you. We cannot wait to get started. So please go sign up now before end of day, January 1st, because the sale will be over at that time. So if you want this special sale holiday price, go hop over to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines right away and sign up with Ashley or myself. And we cannot wait to see you there. So here's the affirmation that you can use this week. And I think this affirmation is helpful in a lot of ways. One of the ways is it's going to help ground you in the present moment. I think this week it's really easy to worry about what's going to happen, worry about the future a little bit, feel overwhelmed about all of the things that we still need to get done before the holidays. And so this affirmation not only helps us ground into the current moment, but also um, plan the things that, that we need and the things that our students and our, maybe our own kids need as well. The affirmation, I plan joyful and restful moments into the day for myself and my students. A lot of times it's one or the other. And if we're honest with ourselves, most of the time we're really good at planning for our students, not always good at planning for ourselves because we say it's just going to happen. I'll fit it in when I find the time. I think I've said it a lot of times here on the podcast. It just doesn't happen that way. So we have to be intentional about scheduling in these moments. And real quick, I wanted to go over, there are seven types of rest. There's physical rest that we think of like sleeping or taking a nap or just calming down and, and closing our eyes for a while. Um, and that could be a quick thing that you can do in the classroom. It could be, let's all, let's turn off the lights. Let's close the door. Let's just turn all noise off. And have a moment where we close our eyes for maybe even one minute, maybe five minutes, 
and we just all take a rest. That's going to help so much. So that's physical rest. We also have mental rest. So maybe we're doing something where it's not cognitively difficult, but maybe something we enjoy. And that's going to be different for each of our students. But you can think about this. Um, you know, you know your students really well. You know what that might mean. Some kids drawing is really relaxing. For other kids, it's frustrating because they don't have the fine motor skills to be able to do it. Same for yourself. What are those things that you can do that bring you joy that does not take brain power? That is a type of rest. Creative rest is something that um, we're really good at as teachers. We're really good at doing those things this week. We are really good at that creative outlet during the week before uh, a hol this holiday break, before Christmas break. And um, especially in the elementary grades, you're probably going to have a lot of creative opportunities. Depending on what you teach, where you teach, it might be more difficult to get that creativity in there. But just remember, creativity doesn't just mean drawing. It doesn't mean painting. There are those creative arts, but creativity is more than that. So is there something you can do uh, for yourself, for your students, that would be a creative way of resting? And uh, there's spiritual rest, like maybe meditation, meditation. Um, Prayer, maybe you have a prayer that you can speak um, to yourself in your mind during transition times, during a prep, during, you know, a moment you have to yourself before or after the day. Is there a time where you can take a, a slight uh, spiritual rest right now? For me, a spiritual rest is uh, when I'm driving, I'm not listening to, um, well, sometimes I'm listening to Christmas music, right? And that's kind of a sensory thing and creative thing because it's, um, listening to music that I love and I'm singing along with it and that can really boost that creativity but it's also sensory because it's really appeasing to my ears um, and right now though most of the time when I'm driving home from work I'm taking that break and I'm listening to um, I'm listening to a audiobook that's kind of describing and going through and explaining the bible um, from a, a literary standpoint which is fascinating and for me, that's um, my spiritual rest. I don't have to, I don't have a ton of brain power that has to go into it. I can just listen and um, feel renewed and restored by the time I get home. And that's the whole purpose of rest, right? It's to feel renewed, to feel restored. And um, so again, just real quick, there's physical, mental, creative, spiritual, emotional, emotional uh, rest, uh, sensory rest and social rest. And so that emotional rest, I think, is the things like taking a big breath when you notice your emotions getting heightened, when you notice your students' emotions getting heightened, taking time to come back to our breath and uh, just focusing on that for a little while. It can help really remove that. The, the other thing I love to do is tapping on the thymus gland, which is um, you have the middle of your collarbone and you go down a tiny bit and you tap there and that's there's a thymus gland behind the collar, behind the ribs, and um, it helps release uh, emotions and I won't get into the whole, there is some science behind it that I do know and I will geek out on it if I continue down this road. So uh, tapping on that while just thinking about the emotion you want to release is very helpful. Um, again, sensory rest and then there's social rest. So, you know, maybe this week you do allow for time for socializing and, and maybe that's okay. Um, and that, that can be a form of rest is allowing time for the kids to socialize, allowing yourself time to socialize. So 
we know that the kids are going to be more social this week anyway. What are some lessons that you can plan maybe that would be more social in nature, like maybe oral storytelling, um, things like that. And this year is beautiful. This time of year is beautiful. We know that it is a huge sensory overload for all of us, not just those who are sensitive to sensory overload, but just literally everyone. So is there an activity you can plan where your students maybe need to close their eyes and simply just listen to your voice for a little bit. Maybe you read them a story and their eyes need to be closed. I did this with um, preschoolers this past week where I had them close their eyes. We read a same story. This was a story that I know they have had read to them three times before. They knew the pictures. They knew what it was about. And so the activity was close your eyes and I want you to picture what this looks like in your mind picture and it was a book about a snowman so what does your snowman look like um and having them do this laying down with their eyes closed listening to the book and then furthering it with their own um activity of figuring out what their what their snowman would look like and um maybe maybe that's something that you know you can take a a chapter from my book and and do that with a book that you're reading or a story that you've read with them or a math problem or something. Maybe you want um, them to practice writing. Maybe uh, so then you have them close their eyes and have them, you know, you guide them through an exercise of coming up with, with something they could write about. Like in the example of the snowman, they come up with what it looks like. You guide them through picking out Do you have a three ball snowman or a two ball snowman? What kind of hat are you going to use? What color scarf? What are you going to use for arms? Going through all of these things. And then once you're done with this, having them open their eyes and either drawing a picture or writing out the story. Um, Maybe for math, it's having them measure out what their ideal room would be and to make a plan on graph paper with accurate measurements. So first you guide them through closing their eyes and having them think about this. And then it's, and then it's performing the the math and maybe the different measurements that it would need to take to make that happen. So really, these are just some ideas that I had off the top of my head. Some of them I have used, some of them I have not yet. And bottom line is we're very, very creative. As teachers, we are very creative. And that looks different for each one of us and in each one of our disciplines. But there are ways that we could fit these different areas of rest into each day leading up to break that it would significantly help ourselves get through it and also help our students get to the end of the day feeling a little bit less overwhelmed and um, tired or cranky and overstimulated. So I can't wait to hear about how you fit something into your week. Maybe one of those seven types of rest. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye!